0: Philippians 2.12-13 says wherefore from the King James Version of the Bible wherefore my beloved as ye have always obeyed not as in my presence only but now much more in my absence work out your own salvation with fear and trembling if the scripture ended there, probably you would have wondered, how am I going to do it? Because Jesus Christ has already purchased our salvation and this verse actually reveals that there is nothing like once saved, forever saved. Other than that, he wouldn't have told us that as you have always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. He was far away from them and he was writing to this congregation in Philippi. He says, work out your own. He was referring to the individual members of that local assembly that work out your own. Don't look at anybody. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. In other words, with reverence for God. Having that reverence for God. Having that awareness that one day we are going to give account of ourselves individually. The Bible says we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. So you work out your own. Not somebody's own. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Then he gave us how That can be done in the verse 13. Then he said, For it is God, I like the way the King James puts it, which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Now, if you are reading modern English, I know the right uh, word to describe God is who works in you, okay? But there is a a certain understanding, a certain phenomenon behind the, the conscious effort for the translators to use which instead of who. Because the reference is more to the energy that the Holy Spirit deposits on the inside of every child of God that enables him to have the willingness and the ability to please God. Can I say that again? I said the reference to to the word which in Philippians chapter two, verse thirteen is not so much to the Holy Spirit as a person per se, although he is the one who works in us, but when you engage the Holy Spirit in communion, there is a certain energy that he puts on the inside of you. there is a certain Energy, the Greek word is energy, that He works on the inside of you that enables you to have the willingness and then the ability to please God. And that is the reason why they use the word which instead of who, for it is God which worketh in you both to will. He does two things through this energy the willingness and The doing, the ability to do that which pleases God. It is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. The modern version says for his good pleasure. In other words, what you do is for the pleasure of God. It pleases God. It is pleasant to God. How beautiful it is when your life is pleasant to God when your worship is pleasant to God when you present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God how beautiful it is when your life reflects the beauty of God's glory the beauty of His excellency the beauty of His honor the beauty of worship hallelujah it is God the Holy Spirit whenever we engage Him in communion, there is something He puts on the inside of us. There is something the Holy Spirit is always at work in us when we engage Him in communion. And that is why a child of God must learn to speak the language of the Spirit more. When you feel like you can do it, engage the Holy Spirit. He will put that energy on the inside of you. When you feel like you are struggling in a certain area of your life, engage the Holy Spirit. That is why He's called the Helper. He is the paracletos, the helper, the comforter. When you feel not comforted, He comforts us with a comfort that comes from God Almighty. God it Almighty. comes from on high. It is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of His good pleasure. It is God. That is the Holy Spirit at work in you. The Holy Spirit at work in me. That is to let you know that the Holy Spirit, when received, is not supposed to be kept at the backside, you know, of your mind. He is not supposed to be left unattended to. Many have received the Holy Spirit, but they have abandoned Him. It is like receiving a visitor, and then the visitor um, is abandoned. He is just left in his room. Uh, not no no communion no communication no interaction and that is what most of us do to the holy spirit but the holy spirit is in us to take charge to take the first place to have the preeminence to have the right of way but he cannot do that until we engage him so he gives us a language with which we can engage you know him and, of, and for that matter the Godhead in communion. And when you do, he puts a certain energy on the inside of you. You who were low, all of, a, all of a sudden you find yourself you know, on high. You who were down, all of a sudden you find yourself rising up. That is what the Bible says. That when men are cast down, you shall say there is a lifting up. Who brings that lifting up? When the Holy Spirit works the work on the inside of you, you can work it out. When He says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, He gave us the clue. When you allow the Holy Spirit to work it in you, then you can work it out. You can live the, the, the saved life. You can live the Christian life. You can live that pure life. You can live that holy life. You can live that righteous life. You can live that godly life. When you allow the Holy Spirit to work in you, both to will and to do for God's good pleasure. Will you do that this morning i want us to lift up our voice and begin to engage the holy spirit in communion engage him let the holy spirit have the first place let him have the preeminence let him have the right of way this morning in the name of the lord jesus christ